You're listening to Broncos for Breakfast with Nick Kendall and Scott Kennedy. Head on over to milehighhuddle.com for all things Broncos. Good morning, Broncos country. All right, we got four spinning wheels here. Well, hopefully the the desk here in the background isn't too messy. Uh, it's sharing sharing an office here with the the wife, the 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 better three fourths, if you will. Um, good morning, guys, and we got five check marks in here. Good morning, good morning, everyone. This is Broncos for breakfast. I am going to be writing solo this week as Scott Kennedy is off doing baseball stuff. Uh, I love what he said when uh, first he first joined. You know, football's bread and butter, but uh, baseball's called the pastime for a reason. It helps pastime. Um, so here we are in that time of year, and uh, unfortunately. Both my Cardinals and my Mariners have not been playing so well, um, but uh, my Mariners. It's a beautiful stadium if you guys haven't been out there, but welcome in, everybody. Let's uh, let's get to it before I go too far off the rails here. You guys got to keep me centered, keep me focused today, because otherwise I'm just talking to myself. So Broncos for breakfast. Good morning, everyone. I am your host flying solo today, uh, Nick Kendall. You can follow me at Nick Kendall MHH. Also behind the scenes today, thank God for him because he sent me the link because somebody didn't send me the link this morning. Um, shout out to uh, John K, Buona Beast. Follow him at John K MHH. While you guys are over on Twitter, please follow us also at Mile High Huddle and at Huddle Up Pod. Also, guys, follow Scott Kennedy at Scout Kennedy. He'll be back again a week from today. If you guys are joining us on Facebook, please, facebook.com forward slash mile high huddle pod also facebook.com forward slash mile high huddle if you join us on facebook also please click those thumbs up and for our youtube folks out there i think a majority of you folks join us on youtube please subscribe like and share that's the probably the second best thing you can do to help us grow this community to join um outside of the the super chats which are always appreciated um so just me today hopefully that doesn't get anybody too upset and <laughs> good morning nick for broncos for breakfast go broncos and uh yeah man it's a uh it's gonna be a fun time i feel like the last time i did a show by myself uh, tj ward was just traded and um you'd be surprised 45 minutes of nick talking by himself it's it's a good time still at least it's a uh, my wife doesn't have to listen to me yabber on about football. So we got Matt Henry in the house saying morning, Nick stoke for the show. Good to see you, Matt. We'll probably keep it a little bit shorter today, uh, half an hour or so, unless the super chats are just pouring in. Cause you guys love me so much. Um, but uh, we'll keep it going here. We got uh, Dave Vika coming in here. Drop some knowledge, Nick uh, drop my brain every morning. I, I got to take a sip too. I don't, I, I don't know how I'm going to get, I need to get intravenous coffee going today. I don't have a break to, to sip while Scott's making some good points. So uh, one second. You guys want to hear how sad I am that my wife and I, we have coffee flown in from uh, not flown in, but we buy coffee from someplace in Iowa when we live in God blessed Seattle. Like what, what, what are we're not quite right. Um, I got, I am purple drink in here saying good morning. All got my coffee. And I'm ready to go. Got Buana saying morning, purple drink. Also good to see you guys. Purple drink. A nice conversation there. Diamond Rattler diamond. Good to see you. Where's my food? Uh, it's, it's a metaphor. You have to imagine the Broncos that you're eating, right? It's, it's the content. It's all the good stuff that we're going here. Victor Rios is in the house morning. Dave Glassman is in the house. Uh, cheers to you. It's a little early. I mean, unless you're across the pond, a little early for that beer. I think in Germany, they drink beer for breakfast though. So, um, God bless the Germans. Uh, EJ saying, good morning, Nick in Broncos country. Jason talking about my Mariners. Mariners had a nice sweep of the Rays. Uh, it's nice before they called up wander franco right the, that guy's coming up here um st louis is down bad though yeah they've been uh 
Not great. Not great. Uh, Muhammad in the house. M- morning, Bron. Good to see you, Muhammad. We appreciate you. We love you, Muhammad. Honestly, you're, you're great. Uh, my brain is essentially in that cup until it is emptied. Oh, man. Well, I'm going on two sips of coffee right now. So bear with me, folks. Ray Osborne, what's for breakfast this morning, Nick? I have. I'm very basic for breakfast. A lot of times, like I'll make a nice scramble or my wife will make a nice scramble with like a bunch of fresh vegetables in it and whatnot. But uh, I really enjoy those um, Quest bars. They're like really good protein bars. And uh, I had just order those and eat those for breakfast almost every day. Um, so uh, I'll whip up something fancier for uh, dinner. But uh, Quest bar, I like the cookies and cream and the uh, the cookie dough one. Ugh, so good. Stephen Baumgartner saying, uh, good morning, guys. Stephen, got to let us know in the chat how you felt about the, uh, the McCaffrey's going at your boy, um, uh, Scott Frost. A uh, little bit of Nebraska drama there. Um, and do you have anything else in your coffee? Not today yet, Muhammad. Not quite yet. So uh, let's get it going. And Bob Skinner right here. Bob, good morning, Broncos. Gunning. Good morning to you, Bob. So um, thanks, everybody, for joining us. So the topic of today, the Broncos are rumored to be the team to be hosted for uh, HBO Hard Knocks this year, which, man, that it would be fantastic. I don't know if any of you guys also have HBO Go. Shout out to mom and dad. Um, <laughs> if you guys are those kind of folks using your parents' password. Um, but um, yeah, the Broncos are going to be, or uh, potentially going to be hosting Hard Knocks. Now, what does that mean? What does that look like? The Broncos are one of a few teams. Okay, and we got I Am Purple Drink coming in here saying, I wouldn't mind seeing our boys on Hard Knocks. I love the behind the scenes stuff. Hard Knocks is a thumbs up from me. And uh, that's great. I have good good call here, Purple Drink. I do think it would be really interesting to see the Broncos on Hard Knocks this year. Obviously, get a behind the scenes look. Um, and the thing that would make it really interesting is there is no way in hell Vic Fangio wants anything to do with the cameras behind the scenes and Hard Knocks in the Broncos locker rooms in the Broncos facilities. And that just makes me laugh because Vic, obviously, I mean, it's not a good thing for Vic. I would say it's adding extra pressure extra scrutiny for a a job that he's very much on the hot seat, right? Then that's the same for uh, Shermer. That's the same for Donatel. That's the same for everybody besides uh, George Payton in there. So having HBO Hard Knocks in there, just it, it adds a level of distraction to the locker room, to the process. Um, it would be very fun as a fan, but I can tell you the old ball coach couldn't be that interested. Now, what would kick it up a notch? Not, you know, there's plenty of awesome storylines. Um, I bet Melvin Gordon, who speaks very well, uh, him versus versus Jovante Williams for the running back roles. That would be fun. Um, seeing like Jerry Judy, the young weapons talk. Von Miller, man, we'd get a bunch of fun dance moves every single week. I bet with Von um, and uh, the secondary. Hopefully, Kyle Fuller would maybe come a little bit more out of his shell. And you know who really would could use the platform for hard knocks would be Justin Simmons. Everybody in Denver knows that Justin Simmons is an absolute class act, uh, one of the better people in the community. But to give him that national platform in that show, I think would be phenomenal and really increase his brand and also increase with his reach as far as what he could do in communities abroad. So that would be awesome um, as well. But I just keep coming back to uh, Vic Fangio and how unhappy he would be about getting hard knocks uh, this season with everything going on, a do or die season for him. Um, so would be interesting. I do think also that people, Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater, say what you will about them as actual quarterbacks. I know that we are very split on them in every single direction. They're both solid. They both suck. One's good, one's bad, blah, blah, blah. Both of them are renowned as pretty good people and uh, very charismatic quarterbacks as well. Kind of need that for the quarterback position sometimes, unless you get Eli Manning out there. But that's beside the point. Um, Got to get a shot at Eli, right? Uh, so that would be a lot of fun. I think Broncos bringing in hard knocks 
would be good for the team. Also, it would be something this team has been irrelevant for way too long, right? Like that's an, the unfortunate reality of it. Uh, five years, I think the second longest playoff drought in the AFC, only behind the uh, New York Jets. Um, but, you know, it would be a lot of fun. I I, I would be for it. Um, who And the teams, I see some people talking about it in here. Who are the teams that uh, otherwise could qualify for hard knocks? Off the top of my head, I know that the Arizona Cardinals, I think, are the team that is the favorites. Um, they obviously have uh, Cliff Kingsbury, who, beautiful house, man. They could just shoot it all from Cliff, Kingbury, Kings, bleh, Cliff Kingsbury's house in Arizona. And um, they could also be... Uh, Kyle Murray, sure. DeAndre Hopkins, AJ Green, there's JJ Watt. So there's a lot of fun storylines in Arizona as well. And we got Jason coming in here over on YouTube. Guys, if you join us on YouTube today, uh, please like, subscribe, and share. What are the qualifications for getting on Hard Knocks? The Cardinals would be interesting as hell. Uh, I believe the qualifications are it's a team that missed the playoffs last year, and uh, they are two years in a row, one or two years, they missed the playoffs. And also they have to have a uh, returning head coach. It cannot be a brand new coaching staff trying to implement an offense, whatnot. They need to kind of have some uh, back and forth there. So uh, Jason coming in here saying, here are the teams. Good call, Jason. I just saw it's between Carolina, Denver, Arizona, Dallas, and the New York Giants. Well, all these are interesting teams. I think that, unfortunately, and also another qualification is they uh, they either have never had to have been on or they uh, haven't been on in like the last five years of hard knocks at some point, right? They're going to run out of teams. They're going to have to overlap a team. I think the chiefs might've been the first team to get it too. Um, but anyway, um, I just saw it's between Carolina, Denver, Arizona, Dallas, and New York giants. So all those make sense as far as teams with returning head coach that missed the playoffs last season on this list. I think that the Broncos, while they would be interesting for me, I think the national media would be more interested in Dallas and the New York giants. Is what it is, guys. Uh, we're the, sometimes the little brothers until, you know, when you have a franchise Hall of Fame quarterback, that kind of changes the perspective. But um, where the Broncos sit right now, I mean, we just saw it, right? No, only one primetime game in the schedule this year. And uh, the 29-year, 30-year streak of Monday Night Football comes to an end. Uh, that kind of just speaks to where the league views the Broncos right now, um, unfortunately. And... You know, they're going to have to prove them wrong. They're going to have to win some football games. It's just, it is what it is. Um, and let's go back to the chat here. Let's see what everyone's going on here. Uh, we got Ashton coming in here. Morning, Nick. Good to see you. Good to see you too, Ashton. Good morning to you. How you doing? Houston checking in. Go Broncos. Oh, Vic. Man, I'm surprised. Are you typing from a puddle right now? Or hopefully you're in a pool or something somewhere. Just, you know, full on just relaxing in front of an air conditioning. It is way too hot out there. It's hot here in Seattle. We are lucky to have a window uh, air conditioner, but whew. Uh, killer. Um, Andrew Morrow saying, waiting to see if we get Aaron. And that, that folks really changes things, right? Like, I don't know how long HBO can drag their feet, but if the Broncos, let's say just today, comes down the tracks that uh, Aaron Rodgers is traded to the Broncos, Broncos shoot up to number one because you know, hopefully, and I'm, heck, maybe this isn't all an inside job, right? Maybe you're going to see HBO Hard Knocks filming from the beginning and then like episode three, the Aaron Rodgers trade goes down. You can actually like see what's happening, all the filming there. At that point, we either live in a simulation or all of this is planned out like it's wrestling, right? But uh, that would be uh, that would be incredible, man. And also the content. Oh, as a content creator, oh, oh, oh man, I love it. That would be great. Um, but uh, I don't know, man. Tell me what you think, you guys. Besides the Broncos, let's get. Uh, oh, and we got uh, Ashton coming in here saying coming up to Portland and Tillamook in August for some hiking and whale watching. Well, Ashton, uh, hit me up. I I might be whale watching with my parents at that point. We're going to be whale watching in the San Juan Islands. 
um, really close to the Canadian border, uh, the beginning of August and uh, hopefully a backpacking trip in there too. But, um, Facebook users are coming in here saying morning from Arizona, dude, it's hot as hell. Man, I'm thinking about all you guys. It's hot here. Um, but uh, what are you going to do? Gary Neighbors coming in here. Uh, go Broncos. And Ashton, also, uh, if you have any questions about any trails, I'm a psychopath and obsessed. So uh, I might be able to help you out with some in the more in the Washington area. But hit me up. Um, we got the pooping hippo, too. Uh, I know it's very early, but our first round draft pick next year should be right tackle. And what should we do in the second round? Pooping Hippo, this is my bread and butter. You, uh, you're speaking to my soul here because once you start talking about uh, team building and philosophy about team building and the directions you should go, I'm in. And I do want to push back just a little bit, just a little bit. I do think that right tackle, you're talking about right tackle has a lot, a lot, a lot of merit. Um, that's a position where the Broncos, they need to they need to make investment there, right? They've paid Garrett Bowles. Now you need a probably a high draft pick there. I'll give Mike Munchak something to work with also. And uh, the Broncos, I've said this a hundred times, but they tried to get a right tackle in this draft class. It just did not fall that way. And when you do that, you can either be upset and make a panic move, kind of like the Raiders always do in the draft, right? They wanted uh, AJ Terrell and they end up taking Damon Arnett, um, same position in the first round. And Damon Arnett does not look like he belongs. Good job, Raiders. You're always just blowing it. Uh, 32nd DVOA defense in the last three years combined. People blame Derek Carr. I don't get it. Um, but uh, right tackle, that's very much in the cards. You got to listen to the Broncos, though. You got to pay attention. Go out there. They try to pay uh, Leonard Floyd, right? His market explodes. Ed Rusher markets explodes. Broncos bring back Von Miller instead. The Broncos, they try to trade up to draft Jalen Phillips. Jalen Phillips, the Ed Rusher from Miami, I believe he went 18th overall um, and uh, goes to the Dolphins. Broncos were trying to trade up to him. They had a lot of interest in Jalen Phillips. Um, so that's another one that is uh, Ed Rusher. And then uh, Vic Fangio. Just today, or uh, just yesterday, saying that uh, he is uh, concerned about the edge position's depth. And uh, that, to me, just screams. Edge rusher is a position this team is looking to attack. Von Miller is going to be 33 years old. Malik Reed is going to be paid here pretty soon. Uh, the Broncos are going to be wanting to pay him. Uh, how much do they actually value his sack production last year versus uh, the advanced analytics, which says that uh, he was a beneficiary of a lot of situations where he was able to accumulate those sacks? And uh, Von Miller coming off an injury, 33 years old, right? Like Von Miller's not going to play forever. Enjoy him while he's here. He's the first ballot Hall of Fame in my book. Definitely Broncos ring of famer. Absolutely love Von Miller. Um, but Father Time is undefeated, right? So eventually it's going to come to a close. So right tackle is very much up there. Putting quarterback in a box because I don't need that bad juju right now. I'm by myself. I, I don't want to radiate toxicity talking quarterbacks already. Um, but <clears throat> excuse me. Um, edge rusher should be right there with right tackle in my opinion, both value positions as well. Um, and we have Andrew in the house, Andrew Morrow. Thank you so much, Andrew, for getting the ball rolling here. I was starting to think you guys didn't love me. It was You guys are just coming for Scott these days. Uh, Andrew coming to the Super Chat here. Thank you so much, Andrew. He says, keep up the great work. Go Broncos. Hashtag get Rodgers now. I'm with you, buddy. I, I would love to get uh, Rodgers in here. Um, man, Broncos football would be so fun, again, if they were able to get Aaron Rodgers. Just all the attention, um, what these young weapons would look like with a guy like Aaron Rodgers. And uh, would it would it be a short-term solution, you know, three, four years? When you put it that way, that seems short. But, like, when you th- when I think back to the Broncos with Peyton Manning, that feels like they had Peyton Manning for forever, right? Like, th- three to four years when you're great and you're savoring on every moment and you're watching every game and you're so dialed in and every game matters. I'll take it. I'll take it if it's just three to four years. I don't care, right? Like that's that would be incredible. Um, 
man, I that would be so fun. Also, the games of Aaron Rodgers versus Patrick Mahomes. Uh, give me. I think I might need to trade Aaron Rodgers to the Broncos and Madden just to just to work out some of those demons. Although if I do that, I'll probably jinx them. Um, and uh, when will HBO choose the team? It's going to have to be pretty soon, right? Um, because it's for training camp. So we got six weeks until training camp. I'm guessing it'll be choosed here or chosen here. Ugh, choosed. That's not a word, folks. Um, chosen here, uh, probably the beginning of July. That would be my assumption. I do not have the exact date, um, but uh, look for it. And uh, when we know, you guys will know. Um, and we got, oh, just my little rant just coming in here um, against me. I am Purple Drank. Uh, really proving some opposite points here. Appreciate it. Uh, call me crazy, but I don't even want Aaron. He's only got a few years left in him, and we need a good QB for the next 10 years. I don't want to be going through this carousel in two or three more seasons. <sighs> the thing is, we're in the carousel now, and uh, we might be in the carousel still the next two to three seasons, or you could have a little bridge where you have two, I'll, I'll even push back two to five seasons, where you have great quarterback play, good to great quarterback play, and you're off that carousel for a little bit. And at this point, ideally, you you draft a quarterback and he turns into, you know, Patrick Mahomes, and you have a great quarterback for 15, 20 years, right? Like that's that's the best case scenario. But that is a little bit of a crapshoot, right? And uh, the Broncos they passed Justin Fields this year. I think they had eyes on Trey Lance, but uh, I think the Falcons also had tra- eyes on Trey Lance. Didn't work out that way. Um, so here we are, um, and we're on the carousel right, carousel right now. So I'd rather get off and uh, with a first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback, arguably one of the best ever, but uh, we'll see. Um, and uh, Veach coming in here over on Twitch. Shout out to all the Twitch followers here. I'm glad we don't have a bunch on here. Uh, we missed you last Thursday, John, because we had 10,000 people in here saying, you want to be famous now? Join us on Twitch. So, so, oh my God, I can't get rid of them. Um, but uh, if this carousel comes with Super Bowl, then I'll gladly hop on the ride. Yeah, exactly. Hey. Let's make it one or two Super Bowls. Let's let's be fun. Let's knock the Chiefs out of the playoffs again. One of my one of the first uh, football games that I remember as a kid was the Broncos going into Arrowhead in the AFC divisional round, I believe, and knocking out the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, and I think Tony Gonzalez was in that game. And Tony played forever. Um, but uh, that's one of the games I, I remember watching. I think they went into Pittsburgh after that and won the AFC Championship game. Then beat the Green Bay Packers. So Broncos winning road games to get to the Super Bowl. Great. Um, we got Simon also coming in here over on you oh, over on YouTube with the Canadian dollars. Simon, I see that uh, Canada and U.S. might be opening the border here pretty soon at the end of July. So my my cousin works up in uh, Banff, so uh, he's excited to come down. I'll hopefully get to see him. He's a cloud seeder. Yeah, pretty pretty cool gig. Um, Simon coming in. Greetings. Which rookie safety do you think will take over for Kareem Jackson? And Simon, man, you're asking me just to p- put on the pure. You know, let me. Let me draw a name out of a hat here um, without without the film to see how these guys develop this season. Um, right now, I honestly think that my gut tells me Jamar Johnson, but the Broncos had a chance to pick Jamar Johnson or Caden Stearns, and they took Caden Stearns first, right? So that's like, how would the Broncos rank these guys? Well, they took one of these guys before the other, so I think I'm going to have to go with Caden Stearns, right? Like, that's just... That's the only real bit of knowledge I have based on what the Broncos have done. I had Jamar Johnson rated higher. I thought Caden Stearns was, he's more likely to be a special teams ace because he is more athletic than Johnson. But I think Johnson just has ball skills, intelligence, um, awareness that Caden Stearns has not quite shown yet. Now, that doesn't mean that he's not going to get there. He's a really highly rated recruit, a great athlete. And Texas has a, if there's any Longhorn fans out there, cover your ears, but Texas has a, uh, starting to get a reputation of great athletes, right? Five-star athletes and not developing them to their uh, max capabilities. So 
it is what it is. Um, but right now, I think I'd have to lean Caden Stearns. Um, but, you know, we'll see. And I think it would be really funny if the Broncos next year, you know, both those guys, they draft them. You're hoping one of them will take over for Kareem Jackson next year. But uh, let's say the Broncos are picking 12 next year in the draft. You know, season didn't go as, as you'd hoped, but they're picking 12. There's a safety for Notre Dame named Kyle Hamilton, who, oh, man, he is so freaking fun and good. And he is like, as a prospect, he's like the upgraded version of Justin Simmons. Like Justin Simmons fell all the way to the end of the third round, right? Like he wasn't a highly thought of prospect. Um, I mean, decently high because he's still a top 100 pick, but uh, not this no doubt can't miss safety. Kyle Hamilton is probably going to go top 15. And uh, to pair him with Justin Simmons would be a lot of fun. And man, Vic Fangio, he loves himself, his safeties. And uh, you could do a lot with that position. So uh, let's get it going here. Let's get the super stick sticker up on here. Um, one a second. I'm going to flash Andrew Morrow first, but then you can pull up that super sticker there, John. And we got Andrew coming back in. Andrew, you love me. You really love me. Thank you so much. Um, Nick Morning Beer Fund. If, uh, if this was a Saturday morning show, I might be joining you there, you know, a little bit. Uh, I did go uh, to the University of Iowa for a bit and uh, those kickoffs at 11 a.m. That means that if you want to uh, enjoy some adult beverages, you know, it might be 8.30 a.m. Um, but that's... Uh, that's 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 a different life. That's a past life for me. Um, but <laughs> it's all pretty good. And let's uh, pull let's pull up Muhammad's uh, super sticker here um, right now. Thank you so much, guys. Shout out to John. Uh, couldn't I'd be here all alone without him, except with all you guys. But uh, I really appreciate it. And we got the 100 coming uh, in here from Muhammad Badri. Um, I wish it was the 99 to match your uh, 99 cent <laughs> super sticker there. But uh, really appreciate it there. Just 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 one off. It's just bothering me. Um, but really appreciate it, Muhammad. We uh, thank you so much. Um, and uh, Yep, the king of the super stickers, as as uh, Buana likes to say, and uh, that's the gospel truth. We thank thank you so much. And he says facts coming in here, and it is it a one man show today? Yes, it is going to be a one man show today. It's going to be a one man show also next or this upcoming Thursday as well. I will be flying solo as uh, Scott has family obligations, other sport obligations. Um, I thought Scott might poke his head in here today to say hello um, in the chat, um, but. Uh, he doesn't like me. I guess, I guess this is just a business partnership. He doesn't love me like you guys do. Um, but, uh, I got diamond coming back in here saying, uh, just because you have a quarterback for 10 years, doesn't mean you're going to win anything with Rogers. We'd be a championship team for two to three years. I don't know why you guys keep saying two to three years. I we're seeing Brady play into 45. Um, we're seeing a lot of quarterbacks just being able to l- get themselves longer. I think the window could easily be five years. Rogers didn't start playing until he was 27 years old in the NFL, right? Like uh, we're starting, um, so he has less like bullets thrown or and taken um, from uh, the line of scrimmage. And uh, I think he could play. I don't think we have to put a cap on him. It's not like Peyton Manning where he had that neck surgery and that arm, like it was a ticking time bomb. Like we knew it was going to fall off at some point. And uh, unfortunately it just kind of happened um, there in that 2015 season. Thank God for that defense. Um, but I mean, they carried him to that Super Bowl. Let's call it as it is. I love Peyton, but I'm a realist. Um, but two to three years, I think it could easily be four to five years, right? Like Rogers is great. Um, he's still got plenty of arm talent and, uh, he's also one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the NFL as well. It's not like he's living on, um, uh, his athleticism and arm talent to, uh, be the quarterback that is. It's not like he's out there, Josh Allen, Cam Newton, his way to uh, quarterback supremacy, right? Like those are the type of quarterbacks where like if the arm talent starts to diminish a little bit or the physical ability starts to degrade, they can fall off pretty quickly because they're, they're more reliant on their physical tool set. Um, so uh, I think you could get a little bit longer than that two to three years that we're talking about here. Um, and we got Jason coming in here also saying Brady took a lot more hits in his first few years. He didn't avoid the shots in those early seasons. And uh, yeah, that's a good point as well. He also Brady, 
there's a weird dynamic. We at some point we'll really have to go over Brady's legacy. I, I think at this point you have to call him the goat going from the Patriots to the Buccaneers um, and winning another Super Bowl. One of a uh, man is he the only quarterback to go to the AFC and NFC and win a Super Bowl in each? I, I can't remember. I knew that was pretty rare for a head coach to do. Um, but um, those early seasons of Brady carried by that defense, right? Top five defense every single season. He was asked to game manager his ways to Super Bowls and it worked. Um, but, uh, you know, I think not, it wasn't until that year where they brought in uh, Randy Moss, Dante Stallworth, uh, Wes Welker, where Tom Brady really started to put up those actually like elite quarterback numbers because quarterback wins are not a stat folks. Uh, Robert Caslow in the house. I uh, hope you're doing pretty well. Vinny J. Oh, coming in here is talking about quarterback wins are a stat. He has one championship in 16 years. Why do you think he's so pissed? Right? Like this Green Bay team, they go out there and they uh, they keep drafting defensive linemen. They keep drafting future quarterbacks. They're not out there making splashes in free agency. Um, how many actually good wide receivers has he had? Uh, so, you know, it's quarter uh, championships are a team stat. Um, and I think that's another reason that Rodgers is out here trying to get a uh, – trying to get a win, right? Or trying to get out of there because he thinks he can see what the Broncos could do, especially how this team is set up right now. They're You put Rodgers on this team, they're better than the Packers. They, they just are. The only thing the Packers have going for them that's better is the offensive line, and I'll give that to them, but David Bakhtiari is coming off a serious injury. They've lost Corey Lindsley. They don't have Mike Munchak. They do not nearly have the weapons the Broncos have, and I don't think they have the defense the Broncos have. So um, it is what it is. So, uh so how do we figure he'll get us two to three years? You, you don't know, right? I just would say don't. I wouldn't put a cap on two to three years. And Vinny, I appreciate you coming in here um, and uh, retorting because it's always better content when we can have a little bit of back and forth. And I want to give a shout out to Robert Caslow in the house. Good to see you, Robert. Um, Greg Smith coming in here saying, of course, I'm late, fellas. Well, Greg, if you're here at all, you're on time. That's uh, that's what I have to say. Um, that's what you kind of have to say working for Huddle Up sometimes because uh, this last Saturday I was a little late as well. But I was here, so I was on time. Um, so, uh, DBA saying, I loved when we got Manning and I don't want to give a bunch of players a picks. I agree with you. Um, Oh man. Uh Oh, Muhammad super sticker competition coming in here with the $20 over from Broncos 17 and no with the hippo coming in here saying, uh, what did he say? He said victory. Awesome. Thank you. Hippo. I had to wait for it. Um, have you guys seen that video yet? I think it was a TikTok of the hippo chasing the boat where it's like coming up out of the water and has a wake. I literally had a nightmare after watching that. I absolutely terrified hippos kill like 2000 people a year or something too. sharks kill five hippos PR has got to stop. We have to be against hippos. We call them what they are. They're cute as babies, but they develop into maniac killing machines. Hippos must be stopped. Um, unless they want to play on the defensive line for the Broncos. And then I'm in hippos can be back in then. Um, so we got uh, Dave coming in here saying 12 gets rid of the ball so quickly. He won't take many big shots, which is a good, a good point. Um, as anybody knows, all it takes is one big shot, though, but it's kind of like not to get really morbid here, but like it's like driving a car, right? Like oh, you drive, you could drive once you could drive a thousand times. All it takes is once to be in a bad accident. Um, and that's you never know. Uh, that's that's the reality of the situation. Um, Jason also coming here saying, I think a rod gets moved next offseason, but who really knows? I put it in a box. I really think that the Broncos would be interested if he does become available. But are the Packers going to be willing to do it? Are they going to sit? Are they going to take their ball and go home? Don't know. Um, big hippo doesn't want to know. And yeah, hippos are no joke. Yeah, they are absolutely horrifying. They're so big that they run across the bottom and they like create a wake too. They're like jumping out from the bottom. Heck no. Miss me with hippos. Not a fan. Uh, that's added to the list of fears. Number one was ticks. I hate ticks. Hippos coming in number two. Really, uh, really strong. Yeah. Working as an epidemiologist and seeing uh, tick-borne illnesses. No, thank you. They scare the hell out of me. 
Um, and no, Vinny, your points were valid too. Um, you can get a little bit cocky here. I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> it's all good. Um, so, uh, yeah, guys, I think we're probably going to get out of here pretty soon. Um, it's, we want to do a short and sweet show. Keep it wrapped up. Keep it not too long. Um, unless there's a super chat that comes down the tracks here. Um, if there is anything else you guys want to talk about next Thursday, we are going to keep it uh, short and sweet. Um, Cause I mean, heck Chad even said that, Hey, you guys kick the week off. You know, we got six weeks until training camp. It's it'll be good. No, I need to bring the people content and I need my ego massaged a little bit. Um, so uh, here we go, Dave, let's uh, if the, if the super chats keep bringing, or if the comment section doesn't even have to be super chats, keep bringing interesting questions. I can pontificate for a bit. Um, Nick, who are you taking Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson? This is a, uh, this is a good question. And I think that I need even more specific questions um, here to, to answer. There's different answers to different questions right now with the Deshaun Watson stuff. um, There's just so many accusers that, and this stuff, I mean, you know, not good. Uh, So right now I'm putting, talk about putting Aaron Rodgers in a box. I'm putting Deshaun Watson in a box and putting on a lock uh, until this stuff is resolved. Outside of football, if I could take either of these guys um, to the Bron- for the Broncos franchise, I would take Deshaun Watson um, because he is 25 years old. Um, he was a top five quarterback in the league last year. And you talk about you give yourself a chance to uh, compete for Super Bowls for the next 10 to 15 years, right? Like he's a good enough quarterback where if you put the pieces around him, you can win. I know the Texans had the third worst, uh, the third worst record in the league last year. Texans are abysmal. That was a terrible team. It was a terrible defense. Um, the offensive weapons were lacking, uh, just, just bad all around. The only piece on that team that I really valued is, uh, Laramie Tunsil and giving up two first round picks for a non quarterback. Uh, um, but I mean, just, just window wise, Deshaun Watson makes the most sense, but you cannot ignore the off the field stuff going on with him right now. Um, and I just, I wouldn't want to touch it. I wouldn't want to touch it. So I guess I have to go Aaron Rodgers in that sense. Um, just because there is off the field, uh, ramifications, um, and logistics that you have to pay attention to. Um, and has the uh, Deshaun Watson thing cleared up? I don't, it's not cleared up. I don't think it's going to be cleared up until after this season. Um, so it is what it is. And uh, we got Ashton coming back in here saying, uh, when you're watching the game, what do you look at quarterback wide receiver, et cetera? Um, when the, when the Broncos have the ball, I tend to watch the quarterback, the passing game. Um, when the Broncos don't have the ball, I tend to watch either Von Miller or Bradley Chubb because you can see them on the screen, right? From that camera angle, you don't have to have the coaches film uh, to appreciate them kind of like you do for cornerbacks and safety. You can have that straight down the line uh, view broadcast view and uh, Bradley Chubb and Von Miller are incredible talents. They're a lot of fun. And uh, I've been telling myself uh, the last few seasons, like I guess last year I watched Chubb more than Von, but the last few seasons um, I'm like, okay, Von Miller, son's going to be setting at some point, right? It's already past, it's past noon, the back nine. And um, I'm going to try to appreciate every single snap of Von Miller while he's still here because he is a special talent, special twitch, special get off, special bend, and uh, something incredible might happen at any point. Um, so I really try to try to focus on the edge rushers um, when I am watching the Broncos defense, but hard not to watch the quarterback when you're watching the offense, right? When I go back, I'll watch the offensive line and whatnot. Um, but uh, the first time watching, it'll be the quarterback. Um, let me see. And we got, uh, Robert Castle come back and who has to improve more the D line and the secondary from last year's play. It's probably gotta be the secondary. I mean, that seems pretty, 
easy to me. The defensive line obviously fell off a bit uh, last year with all the injuries, and they were getting pushed back those last few weeks. But the secondary just in general was not good enough. Um, even when you had Bryce Callahan healthy and A.J. Boye healthy um, and uh, Michael Ojemudia, you know, that wasn't – that was a bottom half cornerback room. Um, Boye had started to really fall off a cliff there. Callahan was great, uh, but Ojemudia, I mean, what did you expect from a third-round rookie? He's already shown way more than uh, Brandon Langley and Isaac Yadam ever did um, for the Broncos, and he was a, you know, draft in the same area. So that bodes well for him, and now he's not even going to have to be a starter. He might be the fifth cornerback, so um, is what it is. Uh, Matt Henry coming in here saying, what do you think the Broncos record is going to be with and without Aaron Rodgers? I think without Aaron Rodgers, he had the Broncos right at 500, uh, eight, nine, nine and eight, probably right around there. Maybe, you know, seven and 10, 10 and seven. Maybe I think I'd probably push closer to seven and 10 than 10 and seven. Um, but they do have an easier schedule this year. It's so hard. Everything's predicated on the quarterback, right? So we, how are they going to play? I don't know. Um, but they're probably right around 500 as they currently stand, I would say. And that's just me being, I really try not to wear the orange tinted glasses. I don't like that. I think that that's doing you guys a disservice. Um, so I'm, I'm going to try to tell you as it is and uh, remove bias um, when, when at all possible with Aaron Rodgers, though, I think this is a uh, probably, so it's 17, 17 games this year. I think you'd have, 12 to 14 wins with Aaron Rodgers on this team. I think that's to be expected. And with how late it'd be in the process, you're probably expecting them to be a little bit slow out of the gate. And we saw that with the Broncos, Peyton Manning in 2012. We saw that with Tom Brady last year, right? Like they got hot. They were right around 500 there for a while. And they got hot and just kept winning football games the second half of the season on. Um, So that's how I would, uh, that's how I would look at it, but uh, it would be good. It would be great. um, If we could get Rodgers. Um, Ashton coming back in. Uh, do you have a read on Herbert's offseason? I'm curious about his development. Sophomore slump. Uh, I do not have a read on Herbert's development, but he's got some funky stats. Um, Herbert last year was the player who uh, benefited the least in garbage time. Um, his garbage time stats were probably the the worst in the league, but he had really good like non-garbage time stats. There was a really interesting graphic out there, like the team being down like 17 plus points with uh, – you know, like they, I, I don't remember the exactly how they did it, um, but uh, Herbert was one of the quarterbacks who actually con- benefited, got fat the least from garbage time stats. So he was pretty good last year in that regard. Also, the Chargers had the worst offensive line in football last year. People like to complain about the Broncos offensive line. Chargers were just in a league of their own as far as how bad they were. And they've really revamped that unit, um, invested in it this offseason. So they should be better there. I will. That will be. I will say, though, um, Justin Herbert last year. uh he had incredible um, numbers under pressure and uh, you know, good for him. That's great. But historically we know that uh, quarterback rating quarterback accuracy under pressure is something that is not predictive year to year. It tends to fluctuate a lot. Like it'll be random one year. Who's the best quarterback at that. And the next year it'll be another random quarterback. And you tend to see a lot of uh, it's really volatile. Um, So uh, I would expect, even if Justin Herbert improves some of his stats may, um, sink back to the mean um, because I don't think his ability under pressure will um, will be the same this year, just based on historical context. So uh, thank you for the question, Ashton. Uh, man, Herbert's a good quarterback. I know that uh, the Broncos really liked him. Um, and if he would have come out in that 2019 draft, who knows? Uh, he might be a Bronco right now, but uh, different reality, guys. Different reality. Um, and Dave says he removes bias by cheering on our team. Well, David, I'm not here to there's only one wrong way to fan and that's tell to tell others how they can fan. So um, gatekeeping, not allowed. I only gatekeep gatekeepers. Those guys can get out of here. Um, but speaking on getting out of here, guys, we went 35 minutes. 
Chad said we didn't have to go at all. So uh, I think we're going to get on out of here unless there is a super chat that comes down the tracks, but I don't think so. Um, we'll see. Uh, I dare you guys. I dare you. Um, but that's going to do it, guys. I am Nick Kendall. You can follow me on Twitter at Nick Kendall MHH. Also, shout out to John for joining us this morning behind the ones and twos, working it, pulling up the super chats, helping dictate the flow of the conversation. God, it's so much easier when he's here. I really appreciate the hell out of him. Uh, follow Boana Beast. You guys know him. You love him. At John K MHH. Uh, this has been Broncos for Breakfast. While you guys are over on Twitter, follow us at Huddle Up Pod and at Mile High Huddle. Uh, Facebook, if you're joining us on Facebook today, please click those thumbs up. The heart react. I see a sad react coming in here from uh, Earl Whamick. Earl, there's no reason to be sad, man. We got you a show. It's a good day. Maybe he doesn't like uh, the Broncos going on hard knocks. We'll see. Um, and uh, we got, uh, if you are joining us on Facebook, though, please click the thumbs up. Laugh react, care react, heart react. Whatever. I wish we could do the poop emoji. That would be way more fun. Um, but uh, Facebook.com forward slash mile high huddle pod or Facebook.com forward slash mile high huddle um, to our YouTube people today. Please subscribe, like, and share. Not everybody's in a point where they can uh, contribute. That's fine. That's reality. Um, so, uh, but if you're not, if you're not at that point, something you can do that's completely free uh, helps us a heck of a lot. Please subscribe, like, and share. Um, and thank you to everybody saying, uh, thanks Nick for going solo today. Nick, you're the man and I'm not stroking your ego, but you really keep it real. I try, man. That's if I'm trying to bring anything here. It's trying to be authentic. And I really do not want to pander, right? Like I've, I hate that. I hate that so much. So, um, we got Ashton coming in and see you tonight, Nick. Well, yeah, we'll see you guys tonight for building the Broncos at six o'clock mountain time. Um, and Matt Henry saying, thanks Nick and beast. Great show. Um, and Jason saying, appreciate the solo pod. Enjoy the day, Nick. And uh, Travis coming in here a little late. Uh, hello from Arkansas, Nick. Denver Broncos for life. Well, Travis, we see you. Hopefully we'll see you tonight too. Um, appreciate everyone joining us today. Even if it was just for a little bit, it's fun to talk a little football. I know we got a long off season ahead of us here. These six weeks can really be a grind, but we can grind together. So we'll see you all next Thursday. I'll see you all tonight. Have a good one. Stay safe. Stay cool. And go Broncos.